This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who at our Patreon, where if you give at five or ten dollars a month, <laughs> you, get, you just you uh, I am sorry to interrupt the ad. Uh, the service that we use to record just implemented video. And so Maureen and I are seeing each other recording for the first time ever ever in four and years Maureen just keeps moving her arms around <laughs> and I, I try i'm trying everything i can to not be distracted by that no keep talking <sighs> where if you give at five or ten dollars <laughs> the best thing is they have no idea what's going on <laughs> yeah it's just there's nothing like pulling visual jokes in an audio format it rules People love it Anyway, if you give it 5 or $10 a month, you get us every Sunday with an exclusive episode at patreon.com slash says who. And if you give at $10, you also get an exclusive sticker every month as a member of the says who sticker club. I just got the February stickers out. Though it's for people that were charged on February 1st. And I walked through a blizzard to do it. So... If you get a waterlogged sticker in the mail, that would be because the post box that I left it in filled up with snow after I left it. And I hope it didn't, but maybe it did. Patreon.com slash says who. I'm not looking at the video while I talk. I think that's the key. I'm totally looking at the video. Yeah, you're moving around too, Dan. Yeah, Listen, you can move around all you, for you. all you want, but books. Books. There's so many books this year, including... Hello, Cruel Heart, which comes out in April. And today, Wednesday, the Cruella trailer was released. So um, that's exciting. It looks super fun. I thought it looked very fun. It is fun. It is I actually I thought it looked like Birds of Prey, but in the Disney universe. And yeah, Birds of it, Prey was great. It's like villain versus villain in punk 70s London. It's, yeah. It's very fashion, glam, villain versus villain. It's I'll fun. take it. Yeah. Uh, but Box in the Woods coming out June 15th. There's going to be so much updated, including apparently the book club on the Says Who Discord server. I just got an email about it. A lot of you have signed up for it, and I'm really excited. That is exciting. So, uh, books. And we have merch at merch.sayswhopodcast.com where you can get all sorts of things and stuff. There is Count the Sparkles merch, and if you are a 5 or $10 supporter on our Patreon, you get a monthly discount. So you can buy so much merch that you make your money back. Making money in the deal. Merch.sayswhopodcast.com Hello? What? Hey, where did... Where's Hello? that coming from? Why is the snow... Oh, why God. is the snow talking right now? Oh, What's Jesus the, Christ. Why is the snow come? Can somebody get me out of this snow Rudy. drift, please? What? Hello? Rudy? Snow? Is no. that you? Oh, Christ. What are you... What do you want, snow? It's me, Steve. You fuck-dialed me again. Jesus. Are you in the snow? I'm... You called me again, you idiot. I didn't what? I didn't call anyone. I'm I'm stuck here. I've been wiggling. I've been wiggling in the where snow are... trying to get myself out. Jesus Christ, Rudy, where are you? I'm in a snowbank. 
Why are you in a snowbank? Well, I was just on my way to go get something to eat. Because now I can go in New York. I can go and eat in places again. Oh. So I just had, I had breakfast in one place. And I was, and then I had lunch in another place. And then I was walking to dinner. And I got, I got stuck. But I've been, I've been wiggling. How did you get in the snow? I'm not in the snow. You called me again. You always call. do this. I just got look, these look bones. Phone. They just shouldn't make them big enough to fit in your pocket. They should make them like you got to carry them on your shoulder. <sighs> All right. Well, good fucking luck getting out of the snow. Well, I don't, I mean, it's not, it's fine. It's fine. I just, you know, maybe they could build one of those restaurants around me. You know, I heard you uh, You did this the other day during the impeachment hearing. You called somebody by accident while you were ordering dinner in the middle of the goddamn impeachment. Well, it, listen, guys gotta eat. What, you don't eat? I, I don't eat like a fucking idiot. Yeah, you just eat fucking babies is what you eat. Nah, I eat babies. That's right, motherfucker. Ordering an omelet while you're watching the... Do you even know there was an impeachment hearing? Well, I heard about it. They didn't invite you, did they? Well, who wants to go to that kind of thing? Probably you. You uh, really are. Nobody. They, I didn't want to go, Steve. They got some weird lawyer who does bicycle accidents from Philadelphia, and they, not even that guy. That guy displaced hey, you. That guy. He's a tough lawyer. Is he? One time, he got me in a dog bite case. I just, you know, uh, let the best oh. man win on that one. Right. Oh, that Just, must that must make you sad. Well, especially when they had to kill my dog. <sighs> well, good luck in the snow, listen, I guess. Listen, Steve, do you could you maybe could you climb out of there and, and lift me up? Sure, Rudy, I'll climb out of the snow and lift you up. You just See? stay, you just stay perfectly okay. still. All Don't right. go anywhere or do uh, anything. It's getting a little cold. Oh, okay. You, as long as you have to be really quiet so I can find mm. you. That doesn't seem right. Well, that's the only way I can find you is if you're really quiet well, and still. I'm getting a little tired. There you go. Go to sleep. Just gonna close my eyes. That's right. Steve. Go to sleep, piece of shit. Go to sleep, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Not guilty! Welcome! Says who? The podcast that isn't a podcast. It's a coping strategy. I am Dan Sinker. And I'm Maureen Johnson. And uh says who I really can't overemphasize how weird it is to yep. see your face as you're saying the words that I hear every I, time. I didn't realize your glasses had white frames. These are my up close glasses. Oh, I see. Oh, I and, see. And these are my Far away glasses. See, those are the glasses I'm used to. But well, I like you're them. probably used to darker glasses entirely. Yeah. But then I had to get other glasses, and I got a very different looking frame so that I would not confuse them. I probably need to get my eyes checked, but that's on the list of stuff that's going to happen when the pandemic is over. Oh, yeah. Like getting my list. teeth fixed. Yeah, I need to do that, too. 
<laughs> Every now and then I'm like, do I need to do that before? And I'm like, it won't matter. No this, one can see if I'm lose, missing this teeth. This tooth right here, Daniel, could you see me pointing at it now? Like the whole, um, it's, a, it's a crown because I've had like 90 root canals because of my yep. crazy, uh, my incredibly terrible Rush Limbaugh obsessed dentist, the one that had a picture of uh, the Twin Towers burning on his wall and once spent oh. the, in, the entire time he was working inside of my mouth to tell me that the um, the Affordable Care Act was specifically written to kill senior citizens. Oh. That guy? Yes. Um, I would have only gone to that guy once. It's a long, complicated story about how I ended up there so many times, Dan. Partially because he was like the family dentist from years gone by and um, he was cheap and I had no money. <laughs> I have a similar dentist in and my teeth are equally as fucked up as a result where he was cheap. Part of the reason he was cheap is he had no hygienists. Mm. So while he was working with you, you had to hold things in your mouth while he would like the suction thing and all of that. Also, there was blood on the ceiling. So you would sit oh, oh. and look up at the ceiling and there were blood spatters up on the ceiling. And he um, constantly bet on horses, including sometimes he would have to go and <laughs> place a bet during <laughs> during uh, the actual procedure. Wow. It turns out my mouth is a fucking battlefield as a result. I have. It looks like when I open my mouth, it looks like you're going into a haunted silver mine. It's just... <laughs> Little glints of metal and shards of rock. Just (laughs) this guy, doctor, this doctor literally did everybody in the family. He was the family dentist. He is. It was one of those practices where it runs out of his house. So he had like a a dental wing built onto the side of his house. Yeah. So it was like the. Oh, wow. You know, it was it was it felt very it looked like it had been decorated in 1959 and never updated. It had the kind of rev. The the curtains with pictures of um, Revolutionary War scenes and like wood paneling on the walls and this very pink like whatever though does the dentist have the kind of pole with the swinging table on it it looked really it looked like it was from some sort of catalog from 1960 yeah and then usually in the beginning he only played like classical music or whatever but then near the end he exclusively played the 700 club or rush limbaugh as you were getting your teeth fixed speaking of yeah speaking of literally moments before we started recording it was announced that rush limbaugh has died yeah yeah i'm getting a bunch of twitter hate as we were a minute or two late because i was like i just have to block a few people calling for my death and then i'll just be right with you because, you know, Dad, I want to very much believe in everybody's ability to kind of admit or change, you know, admit mistakes, change, be redeemed in some way in your life. Yeah. It's hard with people like Rush Limbaugh who, who really made it a point when they woke up every morning to make the world a worse place. Oh, without a doubt. And it's a cautionary tale of like how not to live your life, really. Yeah. And that's what I just tweeted. And that is why I'm getting, um, you know, ex- pretty much it's been a while since I've I've really been gotten some of that. And I was like, oh, Aww. it's almost nostalgic. <laughs> it's like time, the before times come Aww. to visit. Yeah. Like before when you just got people wanting telling you to die for just the normal Internet reasons. Yeah. 
Yeah, oh, it's so sweet. Oh, it's nice. That's nice. It's really nice. But Dan, let's not talk about me. Let's talk about you and how you are. I am I am doing better today. We are recording this on Wednesday. Normally we come out on Wednesdays and we record on Tuesdays. And I had to write you, uh, was it on Monday? I was like, I cannot record tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I had, so where do we start on this story? So we got two feet of snow on Monday uh, into Tuesday. Two feet of fucking snow fell from the sky onto everywhere. That's on top of the, you know, foot and a half or whatever of snow that we already had. I just saw somewhere that the official O'Hare airport count since late January is some something like 34 inches of snow has fallen. Mm-hmm. And um, we are significantly closer to the lake than O'Hare is. So we have actually gotten quite a bit more snow than that because of uh, lake effect snow. And so anyway, snow, as I think we've discussed on this ep- on this podcast before, stresses me the fuck out. And uh, we were getting a lot of snow. And then uh, the local public television station here, uh, WTTW Channel 11, dropped me an email to ask if I would join via Zoom on uh, a panel discussing the impeachment on Monday night. And I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. That seems easy. And then I sat down at about two in the afternoon, I would say, to get ready. We were recording at five. And I turned on my Zoom because I was like, I wonder what other people see when they look through my camera. And I was like, I live in hell. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like, it was like it was like the scales had just left my eyes. And I realized that I was in a basement You are looking at this right now, but the lights are basically off. Also, we did a significant amount of cleaning, but it was like there were fucking piles of paper towels and like toilet paper behind me and just like garbage everywhere. And I realized like I look like a fucking madman. (laughs) And oh, uh, it's it's the Unabomber come to tell us about impeachment. Like literally. Plus (laughs) that we were recording at like five o'clock or something. So the sun would be down at this point. So the little bit of light that comes in through the windows was gone. And it was just like, Jesus Christ. And every light that I would turn on would only just get harsher and worse. And it was just like, what? And I just like, literally like I fucking (laughs) lost my mind. Like I, this, I don't know. And I don't know what did it, but that did it. And I just, I couldn't fucking function. Like Janice had to come downstairs and like help clean. I'm just like, what the fuck? Everything is fucking terrible. (laughs) And then it was like, and, and let me clarify. This was to be on a panel on Chicago public, like nobody watches. (laughs) So it's not like it meant anything but I'm just fucking losing my mind. And then like 20 minutes before I'm like, I wonder what my mic sounds like on zoom. And I have, uh, I have, I've mentioned before that I changed up my mic situation and I have found it for whatever reason I have had sort of a struggle with it ever since. And I haven't been able to figure out why. And I fucking, I recorded off the zoom to check to see how it sounded. And it sounded way too quiet and like shit right and i was like what the fuck 
So 20 minutes before recording, I'm ripping cables out. I'm like pulling a whole different like audio interface out of like a box in order to like hook it up. And I have no idea what I'm fucking doing the whole time. I finally get everything set up and it sounds fine to my ears. And the lighting is shit, but whatever, like we turn off lights to cover up. Because also, like, if you lit this whole place, it was like, this is fucking nuts. Anyway, so uh, it is like two minutes before I'm supposed to join where I'm finally like, okay, I think everything's fine. (laughs) And then we get on. And I realize at that moment, there's like three, two other people on the on the thing. One's an academic. One's like a right wing ish like. You know, it's they they went for balance and I was apparently the like from the left Dan Sinker. Um, and I'm staring at these people and I realize. I have not thought about any part of what I'm supposed to talk about because I have spent the last three hours in a full bore panic attack about anything. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, suddenly I can feel myself like hyperventilating. <laughs> it was fucking a nightmare. And uh, so anyway, and so then, of course, we record. They ask two questions to each panelist. They ask me one question, and thankfully, they taped it because I literally just started going, when, uh," and finally had to stop and be like, can I retake that? And then was able to actually answer. But um, it was not my finest hour, I would say, Maureen. And uh, it also meant that a bunch of actual work work that needed to get done on Monday didn't get done. And so I had to do it yesterday because we have a giant deadline uh, for my actual job of today. So even retelling that story, I start getting freaked out. And it had ultimately, I realized, had nothing to do with the recording or anything. And it was entirely just like, the lives that we have stitched together during this whole fucking pandemic are so teetery balanced, right? That anything will suddenly set that balance off. And for me, it was like this giant snow, which just requires an incredible amount of like work to deal with, coupled with this like one relatively minor request. And suddenly just like (laughs) my fucking house of cards just went, collapsing down. Dan, are you okay? I am much better now. I uh even on Tuesday the uh the snow stopped. I was able so part of it is with big snows like this, our house is old. It leaks heat like crazy and the roof entirely slants onto the front steps and so the front steps becomes this just like insane ice problem. And so the best thing I did yesterday was I, I well, a couple of weeks ago, I procured a snow removal instrument called a roof rake, which is basically a snow shovel on a 20 foot pole. And you drag it across your roof and you pull snow off the roof. And I did that yesterday and it ruled. And now we actually have a lot less ice on our steps. So uh, that was dealt with. The work stuff has been mostly dealt with. And uh, I am doing a lot better. But I was not in good. I was in like one of the worst headspaces I've been all fucking pandemic. Those spirals could have like they one thing will get will set them off and then you're on it. Yeah. You feel the rise, that little rise in your chest, yeah. that spinning, and then that kind of heat spin in your head where you're like, 
I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. Any of this. That. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. It was bad. I have not had a spiral like that in a very long time, but it was. Why? What's the matter, Dan? What's wrong? What could possibly have caused anxiety in this time? Right? Yeah. Anyway, uh, we have an incredible amount of snow, but if you are uh, if you are listening from Texas or especially Texas, but anywhere across the Midwest that's losing power constantly and and dealing with snow coupled with cold coupled with no power, uh, my heart fucking goes out to you because those, it's those pictures from Texas are unbelievable. They are fucking unreal, just unreal, just unreal, just abject. Just government leaving. And it's not like we were hurting for examples of government leaving their people out to dry. Right. right. But um, now we get another one where just the Texas, you know, Texas government and the Texas power companies have fully fallen down and are now basically like, I don't know, y'all build some hydroelectric dams real quick or something you you're on your own figure this shit out dan Mm. does it feel like this has been a big week for dan has it well there's been the impeachment oh right that That. That. now let me ask you a question dan Hmm? do you think it's possible that part of your anxiety is coming off the fact that you then powered through the end of impeachment.fyi and then we're that maybe that was part of the see, I have a reactive dog, Dan. I have a yeah. reactive dog. She's leash reactive, which means that when it, or barrier frustrated. So whenever she sees a person or a thing she can't get to, she blows up. Yeah. She can't handle it. And we have to do a lot of training. And one thing the behavioral vet talked to me about was stacking, which is it's not this stressor or that stressor. So you can see my hand motions. Yeah, I can. It's this thing happens and then this thing happens. And then suddenly you have this stack of things and then an explosion happens. Yeah. And I think what we saw was a stacking <laughs> of terrible things. Yeah. And then finally they're like, you need to light yourself and mic yourself up for this TV appearance. And you said, we have found it. We yeah. have found the thing that lights the powder cake. Yeah, that seems right. You know, I mean, we went right from impeachment into like prep for a big snow into the actual big snow. And that was like there. Yeah. I mean, as with anything right now, who gets downtime? This week also is the week that the giant shakeup of our entire five-year-old school thing has <laughs> happened. And so, you know, we had that on top of it, though. I will note with quite a bit of irony that the two first return to school days of this district with their relatively ill-conceived back-to-school plan uh, have been canceled because of the snow. Dan, I'm sorry. It's all right. You know, I just, uh, I think to me, it's all of us are carrying so many things and it is absolute. I mean, it is absolutely a stack, you know, and it is absolutely like, I mean, it's like when you're carrying a bunch of shit and suddenly that one thing on top starts wobbling. And then next thing you know, it's all up in the air. 
Well, sorry, just a little thing flashed by, a little notification. Oh, no. No, it was just the last two because but something tried to auto-update, so it switched all the windows around. You know how like computers like, I'm just going to suddenly do this now. And then I just looked over at the tweet the tweet replies that popped up, and the last two are get fucked and hope your book tanks. So I'm like, 10-4, Twitter. And then you you should just reply to that one. Which one, asshole? Which one? I have three coming out this year, oh, fucker. How many are coming out for you? And they didn't. Dickwad. Have a good day. <laughs> well, Dan, yesterday was my birthday. It was fine. Hmm. It was a- it was COVID birthday, Dan. We didn't do anything. I washed all the bedding. <laughs> Man. I washed the comforter and all the pillows. Ooh. Um, with extra whitener boot, like extra oxygen there booster. There you go. That's how you know it's a birthday. I wanted, I was like, at, very little can get done, but at least I can make the bed super nice for when we climb into like read and like relax at the end of the night like that's well, there a, you go there's a gift you can give yourself as i'm like i'm gonna make up the bed a little extra nice because i really look forward to uh just really going to bed at night and reading because now that it, it turns out that i my reading brain was fucked and that truly since the inauguration it was like my brain was like okay and then whatever that part of my brain that trump took up specifically in terms of his behavior, in terms of short-term processing. Not in terms of like, now everything is fixed. Specific short-term processing as relates to his actions in office. I was like, bink, that's opened up. So now I can read and 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 like look at other things again. Like that shine. That is awesome. It's like someone had been standing there tapping me between the eyes. Like, meh, 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 meh. And then that person went away. I was like, okay, okay, fine. I can read. Um, we watched, we got some takeout. We got two takeouts, one for dinner and one for dessert. That was my request. There you go. We got, uh, it may not sound exciting to you, but it's actually delicious. There's a place called Double Zero, which is an entirely vegan uh, pizza and pasta place, but it's crazy fucking good. Well, that sounds good. It's very, like, it was super, super good. And then, um, I got two pints of ice cream from the ice cream place. Yeah, you did. That will pack any flavors that you like. So I got four flavors packed into two pints. What? Yeah. So I got That's... two two and two. Like next to each other? Like Yeah, they basically in, put in, in the wow. same pint. They'll put one on the bottom and one on the top or sort of side by side. Oh, wow. So what flavors? Come on. In one, we got mocha chip and mint chocolate chip. Ooh, a little chip combo. We put a little, and then the other I got sweet corn and taro. Ooh, it was really good. Yum. With some chocolate sprinkles. There you go. I'm gonna murder those uh, pints, and then Dan, we watched my favorite show is back in a new season, Winter Watch. That very very <laughs> slow TV BBC show that's basically like, oh Dan. You've got to watch this if you can. Like it's you. It was fall watch the last was, time. It was you spoke autumn watch. That's and now, right. Now it's winter watch, and it's usually only on for a week each season. But they've put it on for two weeks because it's one of the few shows they can properly produce because it's literally just some people standing out 
uh, usually near their houses. The yeah. bro- like so one of the presenters lives in the New Forest, so he's presenting out of the New Forest. And they film at night usually for some reason. I'm not sure oh, why. Things it's are on exciting at-, at night. I think it's on at night and it's live. Oh, God, I make it live. So that makes it's, sense. it's pretty exciting. And uh, literally one of the things they showed you was this one bird that eats. I forget. Is it you berries or mistletoe berries or something? But then they're like, this is how it goes through. And this is how much nutrition is in it. And then they showed you the, the bird pooping it out in like a long like string, like a beaded. And it was like, it was really beautiful. But they... <laughs> They were discussing it yeah. and they were they were joking about how they were discussing it. But they're like, it's really they take they make you look at every part of the process like that. They, they have they have played audio of mushrooms growing. Yeah. Um, and then they always have a meditation moment where they just show you like one or two minutes of just beautiful, beautiful footage. And I don't know what what seems to be happening in the, the show is helping people feel like they're outside more. And also okay. it, it encourages people just to go outside even wherever they are and notice things like and just, yeah, watch the bird shit, watch the bird shit, watch the w- look at these different things that how nature interacts in these very specific ways. And um, it's very bird centered. So I, this season, so I thought you'd really like it. That's good stuff. It's really good. What we just finished watching Maureen. So on your I think this was election day, your election day recommendation of watching Taskmaster. The best show ever? Yes. So we watched every season of British Taskmaster. And then uh, and then the teen was like, it looks like the New Zealand version of Taskmaster is on YouTube. So we just watched the entire season of New Zealand Taskmaster, which was just as good and also now every single member of my family, except for the small one, occasionally just laps into New Zealand accents. New Zealand has it going on. They do. Also, I, I will point out the the wildest thing about this, about this, for those unfamiliar with Taskmaster, though, at this point, if you've been listening to Says Who, I'm not sure you, how you wouldn't. You but, need to um, watch. It is a show where they have like five sort of comedians or celebrities that are uh, given sort of various absurd things to do and all and then they they assemble in a studio and they watch cut video of them doing these absurd things and uh so the production of the of the show is they film all of these uh remote task doings and then they cut them all together they compile them and then they bring them bring everyone together for live taped um for live taped uh, actual episodes where they watch like three of these things. So there is one can kind of extrapolate through the way they talk about it. It seems like it's about six to three to six months ahead of when they actually tape the thing that they uh, that they record the tasks. Anyway, so what it means with New Zealand Taskmaster is a bunch of tasks they have to they have to give a little disclaimer ahead of watching them. Now, remember, this is being this is taped in front of a live audience. Everyone's sitting there clapping, cheering, everything. They give a little disclaimer that, oh, this was recorded. The thing you're about to see was recorded before the pandemic. So in New Zealand, the period of time that it took them to produce Taskmaster 
was exactly the amount of time that they dealt with the pandemic. So it is fun, but also is a bit of kick in the fucking teeth every single time they say something like that. They, yes. I mean, yeah, now they found, because they found three cases in New Zealand, they immediately locked down again. Yeah. Because they're the only country that seems to take it seriously. It's true. They, yeah. God damn it. Uh, another uh, friend of our family, not someone I know personally, like I know him, but it wasn't upsetting to me on a yeah. personal level, but another family friend has died of it. Jesus. So that I think brings it up to seven. That is a count. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I think everyone's got that count at this point, right? Yeah. So it's, it is fucking wild. I will say our numbers are good right now. I mean, not good, but better than they have been in a long ass time, which is a, a nice moment of both uh, being able to be like, maybe, and then also being like, maybe not. We're getting there. Yeah, we seem to be getting there. We're not there yet. You broke a little. This seemed to be kidding. Well, I mean, I can't blame anyone, myself included, for feeling pessimistic considering the fucking year we've lived through. Maybe, maybe your children will be back in the school in the fall. I mean, that seems right. Uh, But I also worry that this sprint to get them in now is going to put that part in potential jeopardy. Right. But. But we'll see. On a lighter note this morning, Maureen Johnson. Trump Plaza, Atlantic City, was blown up. I watched it five times. I watched it live. It was fun. It was good. I mean, watching buildings implode generally is fun. fun. Yeah. Everybody loves that, right? Yeah. That's just a universal, everybody. I mean, it is a remarkable feat of engineering that you can like so delicately and gently bring an entire building down to the it's ground. It's beautiful. It really is. You know, you hear these kind of like low rumbles and then suddenly just And it just the, kind of collapses gently yeah, in on just, itself. It's really It's really good. Really wonderful. But especially wonderful when it's yeah. the Trump Plaza. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. It was great. Well, Dan, we do just quickly need to say the impeachment we covered a lot of this in, on Sunday because we recorded after the impeachment. It's true. Kind of just went, <laughs> that's how it ended. I was so caught up in the fact that the trial only lasted five days that it did not occur to me until yesterday that the last day of the trial was February 13th. And the actual impeachment article was passed by the House on January 13th. So the entire fucking thing was exactly one month. I did not realize that. Yep. And it's that's done. But now that it's done, obviously, if you didn't, we're sure you probably heard about it. But suddenly there was this moment on Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, Saturday. Saturday morning. They, 
someone sent me a note that was like, you've got to look at this baby. She was got to look at this clip right now. And it was the clip of Trump's lawyer, the personal injury lawyer who called it Philadelphia. And I said, I, I, team Philly, this was entirely a team Philly production. And I was here for it. And yeah. I loved it for that reason. Cause my people were doing what they do, which was being more Philadelphian than you thought were, it was like gritty was, 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 his lawyer. No shame. Yeah. To, no. I mean, like gritty, if gritty, gritty was would not represent just him. in a constant loop of him pantsing himself, evil gritty, like evil gritty was because <laughs> gritty himself is a force uh, for good. But uh, yeah. And they were suddenly in a second voted. We're going to have witnesses. And then for an hour, everything went, it's going to just the vortex open and bats flew out and everyone was like, whoa, witnesses, billions of witnesses. Oh, it's going to fuck. It's going to. And then I was like, Oh, RIP Dan's life. And then, uh, an hour later they, nah. And then it was over. Yeah. They were like, we were just fun and we're just, let's go to closing arguments and done. Now let's not, there are lots of people that, uh, subscribe to the town watch and thank you for it. Uh, but there are also a lot of people that don't. And I feel like we are not giving Michael Vanderveen, Trump's lawyer from Philly, enough of the attention that he or truly deserves. As he's known, my new boyfriend. So Maureen is not joking when she says he's a personal injury lawyer. He is a personal injury lawyer, as seen on TV style personal injury lawyer. Uh, his have you been law bit- firm. Have you been bitten by a bird? Did someone hit you with a skateboard? Call me, Michael Vanderveen. Vanderveen. The V is for victory. That is the actual. That's that's a real slogan. slogan. Yeah. Yeah. His. uh, He lists on his website some of his um, some of the highlights of his nearly three decades of legal excellence. They include 10 million judgment for an injured bicyclist, 4.8 million judgment for an injured bicyclist, 1.65 million for a man injured in a car crash, freedom for executives wrongly accused of corporate embezzlement, not guilty verdicts on drug trafficking and DUI cases, a not guilty verdict for a South Philadelphia man charged in the murder of his mother. And this is my personal favorite. This shows you the true legal heft of the man that successfully defended Donald Trump in his second impeachment trial. A not guilty verdict in a summary case involving a dog bite. Honestly, this is like reading my family scrapbook. (laughs) This is like when I was in my weird car accident case in in Philadelphia federal court in federal court in Philadelphia and um, the opposing lawyers, which were a similar, I can't believe it's a law firm. This woman hit me and then sued me is the, is a, and this took two years to resolve. Yeah. She, she absolutely, she turned the down uh, the wrong way on a, on a wrong, on a one way street and crashed directly into my driver's side door, sending me across an intersection where then I took out three parked cars blinded because my airbag was up and a parking meter. So it's kind of amazing that I walked away from this accident. Yeah, it was a bad accident. And then she sued me 
for like personality problems or something. And then it took two years and she got this really ridiculous law firm who tried to intimidate me when the jury was out. The jury was fully impaneled to decide. And they were like, they were hovering over me in the hallway trying to go, hey, you know yeah, wow. Fine. Yeah, it was. They really did it. And I was like, you guys know the jury's out, right? That that's how this works, <laughs> that I'm done. I've already been up there. So I don't know what this is, but good luck with your thing. So <laughs> see you later. And they were also super racist. Um, my lawyer was black and he, they were saying, really? And I looked over at him and he's like, yeah. Oh, boy. I'm like, what do I do? You're my lawyer. What, you know, how can, and he's like, it's like, I couldn't, you can't Jesus. speak unless your lawyer tells you to speak. And he's just right. like, don't say anything. But he's like, yeah, I'm used to these guys. Like, that is, that's a whole thing. That's a level. But anyway, those guys seemed exactly like Trump's lawyer. Yeah. And this is how he got Michael Cohen, Mr. Says Who. He got a guy who worked out of a garage in Queens and was a quasi lawyer who collected taxi medallions. And that it's is true. how we ended up here. <laughs> they, they, I, we're certainly not going to play these, but they have on their website. Listen to our commercials on KYW News Radio ten KYW ten sixty, and one of them is called "Slip and Fall Holiday." Oh boy, KYW News Radio is the. I get it's. I'm sure it's it's AM, but it's like the classic. Philly news station that it was like whenever we were driving and I was a kid and there was bad weather, it was like you immediately turned on 1060 KYW to find out what the school closings were. Sure. I just listened to slip and fall holiday. How was that? It's basically, it's basically like, we at Van Veen on the heart and O'Neill said, wish you a happy holiday. But if you're walking down Market Street and you happen to slip and fall, give us a call at blah, 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 blah. These are the president's actual lawyers in an actual. This is a thing that genuinely happened on in real life. Yeah. And if it had not been a foregone conclusion about what would happen. That would have mattered. But it means that literally anybody, any clown, any loser, anybody could stand up there and talk for him, which they did. Including the guy who opened with, boy, we had to change everything because you guys are good. That guy. <laughs> that is how they opened with, boy, yeah. we we had to change our defense because you guys put on, you were very convincing. <laughs> no, no. It, I mean, the thing that's truly remarkable. So he got acquitted of which everyone knew going in because 67 votes is a lot that he would need because it's two thirds. It's not a simple majority. Um, He was acquitted. It was 57 votes to convict him. You needed 67. So they were 10 short, which means seven Republicans joined in. Um, As a reminder, last year's impeachment trial, only one Republican, Mitt Romney, voted to to convict. So, you know, a seven literal sevenfold increase from from last year. And it does seem like part of it was just how bad a job his lawyers did. Like it 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 is not that they were incredible and got him off. 
right? Like he was getting off no matter what. They actually made it worse, it seems, in terms of the retelling from uh, folks like uh, Republicans like Bill Cassidy and stuff like that that were basically like, their lawyers were clowns and they didn't make the case. What else was I supposed to do? So, good stuff. Well, now that it's over, you're like, well, what does it mean now that it's over? Well, it turns out Trump is talking again as of last night, this morning. When did he last start talking? Night. Last night. Yeah. Was it a press release? It was a it was a very lengthy statement that, yeah, I think was a press release. You know, released a statement released to press. And the the TLDR seems to be McConnell get fucked. Right. I hate you. Yeah. So one of the truly spineless moments of the impeachment trial was Mitch McConnell voted to acquit. And then immediately after gave a speech on the floor where he blamed Donald Trump for inciting the mob that then laid siege to the Capitol. Profiles in courage. Yeah, which was entirely the case made in the incitement of insurrection. Um, His acquittal was based on the fact that he maintains that the Senate did not have jurisdiction to try a former president. Now, the reason that they weren't trying a current president is because Mitch McConnell didn't bring the impeachment trial, uh, didn't bring the Senate back from recess in time enough to have a five-day impeachment trial, uh, which they could have done. So a little bit of having his cake and eating it too. Um, If that cake was formed out of shit and made out of glass. Um, But... So he gave this, you know, very rousing speech, essentially making the case for why Donald Trump incited an insurrection after voting to acquit him from inciting an insurrection. And um, as one would expect, that did not sit very well with Donald Trump, who issued a very lengthy statement calling him, you know, dour and uh, all sorts of names. Also, dour. I mean, come on. You know. what, is, what is he? It sounds like. It's dour. Maybe he got a maybe he got a word a day calendar after come you know you are he's dour. got time on his hands now. So but he's, yeah. he's talking again. He is, and uh, all of the people that were like, he's not on Twitter, so we won't hear from him ever again. Uh, instead, he'll just issue statements that will then get retweeted on Twitter a billion fucking times. Or, yeah, apparently every news outlet will be like, let's read this. Let's and read let's this. Let's send out a news alert. The scribblings of a madman. Let's. Yeah. Uh... That said, I'm here for an intra-Republican war. Oh, yeah. Let them fight. I wish them luck. Take your time. We'll all be here after. Just really enjoy it. It's it's time for some Lord of the Flies. Yeah, and no it, need to rush it on our account. What's that Japanese horror movie that's sort of Lord of the Flies, but so much more scary? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not I'm not particularly well versed in Japanese horror. I forget what it's called, but it's basically Lord of the Flies, more in the present day, and all of the kids have to. It's like Hunger Games, sort of, but it's not about hunger. It's just literally like the, all these kids are put on an island and they have to kill each other until, because only one of them will be allowed off. Kid Kill Island. I, it's making me, hold on, I have to find out what it's called. <laughs> it's really famous. 
It's really famous, Dan. It's a famous, right. hold on. So what you're saying is I'm uncultured. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, it's true. Um, I'm going to try Japanese horror movie killer teams. Um, this certainly looks like the picture of it. That that picture of a teenage girl hold, holding a knife. Battle Royale, that's what it's called. Oh, yeah. It's called Battle Royale. Because I think everyone was like, when Hunger Games came out, was like, oh, it sounds like Battle Royale. That's the movie that uh, started the Fortnite craze. Is it? Mm-hmm. I All don't... the Battle, Battle Royale games are based on that movie's concept. Everyone's on an island and trying to be the last one alive. Is that what Fortnite is? Yes. I don't actually know what Fortnite is. That's what it is. I only know that Oscar started playing a game that was so amusing to me that I just sat there and watched it. And it's called like Pika. Pika. But you're a little blob in a little blob land. Okay. And it's basically it's in many ways an anti-capitalist game, but it's it's happily it's these happy little blobs and people these little blobs think you're a monster, but you're not. And you help solve things because <laughs> you keep fucking things up. You keep accidentally destroying their bridges. And then they're like, go and rebuild our bridge. And in the end, you battle a man named Mr. Sunshine, who it turns out is destroying the environment and shitting out gold coins for everybody. Wow. But it's adorable. It's like, it's all like poop, 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 poop. And the, the little, it just made me so happy to watch it. I have to find out what it's called. I should shout can, it. While you're doing that, can I make a game recommendation? Yes. I'm not sure I've ever talked about this game. Um, it is a game called Townscaper. Have I mentioned Townscaper before? Maybe. It is barely a game. It is, uh, you can get it on Steam. It costs like six bucks or something like that. It is the most chill and relaxing thing in the world. You are, the game opens and you are just looking at a expanse of water. And then you click on the water and it makes this really pleasing like sound and a little building pops up. And then you just are building a little island, basically, and just plopping buildings into the water. And they make it's called Townscaper. Town. And they make this really nice blomping sound and they blurp together in really nice ways. So suddenly you can make these big (gasps) towers and these gardens. And I'm going to get that. it, It is truly a just of there is no goal to it other than to make cool looking things you can change the lighting from sun to you know night and um little birds fly around it is just beautiful it is a really beautiful very chill relaxing game i should have played some townscaper instead of ripping up my entire basement before being on television is what i should have done this game i'm talking about is called pikuniku that sounds fun. It's called Pikuniku, P-I-K-U-N-I-K-U. And it is, it, it's so amusing to watch. And the music is great. It's just very, I, I've never just sat and watched a game before, but it's so, it's, and the dialogue is so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great. So, Well, there you Dan, have talk, it. Talking about positive things and. It's good. It's good. But Trump's it, not gone, is he, Dan? Is I feel like we're just in that phase before we're like two months before the dawn of the dead, kind of. <laughs> oh, no. You know what I mean? I mean, he's not gone. 
but also he is in a situation now where we sort of have to let him in, you know, right. versus him already being in. Oh, don't and worry it, about that, Dan. Some someone will hold that door open and go well right, yeah. right this way, Mr. Monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true, but you know what else is true? Says who podcast is made possible by you. By you. Ah. Oh, oh. Hey. Amy wait, wait. Carter. Oh, oh boy. I think I know what's about to happen. Maureen has brought the Amy Carter shoes puppet over. Hey, what's up? <laughs> oh, Amy Carter's shoe. I feel. Yeah, I feel too. Trust me. Trust I feel. Me. I feel like I owe you an apology. For what? Well, I you believed in Joe Biden. Oh, I sure did. Long before, long before I feel like anyone else did. I Certainly before I man. did. That's right. And uh, I'm sorry. I'm. I doubted you, and I doubted uh, your man. That's okay. Just don't doubt my man. Uh, he's doing a great job, right? He is certainly. Doing a lot more of a job than I think anyone uh, imagined. A lot, huh? Yeah. He's doing a lot. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it's different now that you can see me, right? Yeah. I don't quite uh, know how to react. <laughs> he's not He's not slow, is he? He's fast. He's moving quick. Yeah, he is. Oh, boy. He's quick. Oh, boy. Sometimes low and slow. Sometimes <laughs> he's quick. Oh. A little quickie with my man. <sighs> oh, it's so much worse when I can see the puppet. Uh, that's a, what puppet? Uh, nothing. Uh, well. Everybody wants a piece of my man. Yeah. He's, he's got the dog now. Yeah. Uh, He's got a couple dogs. I don't like that. And a cat. Yeah, I don't like that. He's like making up for lost time. We went four years without an animal in the White House, and now he's like, I'm just filling it. Oh, he's filling it all right. <laughs> he's filling it. Oh, no. oh, he can fill it. Oh. He can fill it. Yeah. Oh, boy. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, <sighs> oh. Oh. You put Maureen back on. I've just been biding my time. Uh, I know. You like that one. I'm just coming. I'm coming. Oh, boy. I'm just saying I'm I'm waiting. I'm still in the back of the closet. I'm making my way out. (laughs) They won't even see me coming. Mm. Uh, I have a feeling they will. I'm subtle. I'm just a shoe. No one notices me. Anyway, see you later. Bye, Amy Carter shoe. Sorry, I just had to refill my drink. Oh, hey, Maureen, you're back. Isn't it great now to have? She's so great. She's a good puppet. She is a good puppet. She really is attractive. Ah, anyway. Did it impress you how, how quickly I could get her? 
I was very impressed. Didn't even sound like you left the room. I didn't. It's right there. She's she is uh, she's about five feet away. <laughs> you never know. You never know. You need her at a moment's notice. I also want to point out that I oh, I've taken most of it down, but all of the lighting rig I got from says who. I set up to do some videos the other day, and when I set it all up, it literally looked like there was so much light, it looked like I was staring directly into the explosion at Chernobyl. So oh, there you go. It was too much light. <laughs> so I have set. to bring it down a little bit. I don't know how to light things. It's very frustrating. How do people get so good at YouTube and stuff? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how lighting works is one of the things that I learned this week. Do you know how but, lighting works? Why don't you call it call her our call in line at says who <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. I'm tired for some reason. Says who is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Our theme music yeah. is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo is designed by Darth. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y, at Says Who Podcast.com. Join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash Says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. If you want to join the fan-run Discord, visit tinyurl.com slash Says Who Discord. Spread the word. Spread subscribe. It. Spread the oh. word. Spread oh it. Oh it. Spread the word. Spread. <laughs> subscribe. Please leave stars and reviews yeah. on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And join us next Wednesday, February 24th, the last Wednesday in February. And then suddenly it is March again. Feels hard to imagine. Working on a year. Working on one us year inside. This Sunday at patreon.com slash says who if you are a five or ten dollar supporter. And with that, with that, from my basement in Chicago, I am Dan Sinker. From wherever I am in New York City. I don't know anymore, Dan. Well. Somewhere inside. Yep. You want me to say my name? Yeah. It's really weird being able to see you. I know. Sort of transfixing. Just It is. Just back and forth. See, I wore my Elton John shirt. See that? I ah, represented I that. him. Yeah. You know how I feel. You are seeing essentially what I wear for the entire months of October, November, December, January, February, and March. So about half the year. Yeah. Just and then the other half the is is a is a black t-shirt. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. I'm Maureen Johnson. And this has been Says Who. I like it. Is that your are you working are you workshopping a new sound? Toot toot. It's good. It's good. Who doesn't like a good toot toot?